Happy Hour with Operation Happy Nurse is sponsored by Stability Healthcare, a travel nurse staffing agency that prioritizes trust and transparency above all. They make finding your next job quick and simple with instant upfront online rates and breakdowns available to you before you even apply. Not only that, but they're one of the only staffing agencies that offer PTO. Plus, their support continues even after you start your new job. Their experienced specialists check in with you every week to make sure you feel safe, confident, and happy in your new role. Your mental health is their top priority. They really are there for you every step of the way. So check them out on Instagram at Stability Healthcare or at www.stabilityhealthcare.com to discover how you can embark on travel nursing with trust. Welcome back to Happy Hour with Operation Happy Nurse. So this week, we learn a little bit more about red light therapy, and we are joined by Margaret Barta. Margaret is a member of the team over at Rouge Care, where you can find all the information you could ever need about red light therapy. And we are thankful to have her here with us today because we need to learn more. So thank you, Margaret, for being here. Thank you for having me. So to start, to go all the way back, when and how did you first encounter red light therapy? Well, actually, it kind of illustrates how far red light therapy has come in terms of affordability and availability. Because when I first just encountered it kind of randomly, I was working at a chiropractor's office. Um, I was working with weight loss patients. And my, my boss, the chiropractor, walks in, throws down a magazine and says, check this out. This is really neat. And um, so it was an ad for a red light therapy device that was like $100,000. And it was this little pads that you'd put on people with little diodes. And it was very, first of all, it was very work intensive for staff because you had to clean every surface down. But also just the cost was so prohibitive. But it piqued my interest. And I just kept checking back because I was like, this can't be the only type of red light therapy that's available. And it only treats little tiny areas. So surely, as time went on, it became a much more available, bigger panel started to come out. They started to use the grow light technology um, which then developed into home use panels, which is what we have now. And this technology has carried over to larger panels for clinical use as well. But that's, I've kind of watched it evolve and, and it was kind of a neat journey. And then of course I bought my own panel. And how big is your panel at home? So I actually have one here at my clinic. Um, I have two of what we call the pros. So that's a full body setup. And then I have a smaller unit in my house because my house is really small and I can't have a huge panel there, but um, it, it's you can you can have a fairly good sized panel in a house, you know, with the stand setup that we have. I just don't have it because I don't need to have it. I can use mine here, but you can certainly have a bigger panel. A lot of people get them for home use as well, so you can go from full body down to even a smaller unit um, if you just want to do targeted treatment. Yeah, how expensive is that? If you don't mind me asking. Oh well, I mean it's it's from the perspective of looking at, you know, the, the bigger picture where it started out in the tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars range down to what it would cost to go get it done at a spa or, you know, any kind of a place that would charge quite a bit per session. Um, you know, some people might say, oh, that's expensive. But if you compare it to what it used to be and what it would cost to get it done in a, a salon type setting, um, I find that it's very affordable. The smallest units start at about, well, we have a really small portable one that starts at about $300 and then it goes up to about 800 for a clinical strength. Uh, it's about a foot square foot size uh, panel and it's, it's a really good panel for just starting out. 
So seeing that you have one at home, like how often do you usually use it? Well, between the one I have here and the one we have at home, um, pretty much on a daily basis. So what do you use red light therapy for? And do you know of any unexpected uses? Sure. So um, I basically started to use it just because I like to run. I like to play ice hockey. So when you play those sports, you know, you run into a lot of pulled muscles or injuries, that kind of thing. And especially for pulled muscles. Um, and I found that it really helped with that. I'd say it cuts the healing time for a pulled muscle down by about two thirds. It's, it's really amazing. Um, I mean, I'm not running around pulling muscles every day, but <laughs> hope not. I hope not. Yeah. Yeah. Put it on the area and, and it's like usually, you know, within, within a very short time, it, it gets better. Obviously you have to be careful with it. Um, but one of the things that I found that I wasn't expecting at all, and actually the main reason that I use it as often as I do was I was sleeping right through the night because I used to get up every two to three hours and it was so annoying. You get up every two or three hours, you wake up and you're like, oh, what do I do now? You can't be productive. You're half asleep. It's frustrating. Um, so that was really messing with my sleep just for whatever reason. As I got a little older, I noticed I was getting up every two or three hours. And then I noticed that after I started, a couple of weeks after I started using the red light, um, all of a sudden I'm sleeping through the night. I'm like, what? So I realized it, it had something to do with, with the red light because when I went to the beach um, a couple of years ago, I forgot to bring it with me. I mean, I didn't even think about bringing it with me and I didn't use it for that whole week. And then I came back and my sleep was terrible. So I realized without the red light, I don't sleep that well. So, yeah, I, that's what I, that's one of the main things I want to try it for because I, I have usually after work, especially I have no problem falling asleep. But like you said, I wake up all the time at like two, 3 a.m., which is, you know, our shifts start at seven. So when your day shift, <laughs> and so I'm like, okay, do I, I could just stay awake now and just drink coffee and <laughs> let this roll out. It's the worst feeling. And then that pressure to sleep makes it even harder and it just compounds it. And then, you know, what do you, I, I have a weakness. I'll, I'll wake up and snack. It's like so bad for your body to snack throughout the night. I'll be sitting there eating something. I'll wake up. I'm like, oh, that was a bad idea. Yeah, it is a cycle. It was really bad, um, of course, during COVID and everything. Um, in the nursing world, but I, I found myself having anxiety I never had before. And that's a lot of it was sleep related because I'd have that. I'd wake up middle of the night and then, oh my gosh, I have to work in three hours. Oh my gosh, do I even want to go to work? If I have to call out, I have to call out now, you know, and just, it's, it was like an endless cycle. So I'm sleeping better now, but for a while I had to take melatonin and I even did CBD oil at one point, And I, I was like, I don't want to have to take anything, but then it, you get the anxiety on the other side of not taking something. And your body is just like, I'm going to wake up again, you know, and it's just, uh, it's awful. I'm like, I sound so neurotic. I'm like, I don't, don't want to be this. I feel like that, that's like something that every nurse goes through. Like we were talking about, I totally felt it when you're like, okay, it's like five o'clock. I have to call now or I'm going to have to go to work. Uh, you know, and you get really anxious because you feel like you, you have to do it now or never. Um, and I, yeah, exactly what you're saying. I definitely feel that. And I, I definitely wonder, I'm like, am I neurotic? I'm like, you know, like you question yourself. <laughs> And then you have a 12-hour shift? Yes. That's brutal, especially if you're, you're short on sleep. And then, of course, you have to remember patients' dosages, and you can't just be a space, space cadet all day. Right. And then I then you're, like, self-medicating with caffeine. <laughs> you're like, why do I have palpitations at 2 p.m. in the afternoon? Oh, actually, it has an opposite effect after, after being so tired. I find drinking coffee actually makes me more tired. So 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, sometimes it seems to have like almost a sort of reverse effect. So um, going off of kind of the sleep thing and stress, I actually, I was reading an article that you wrote for Rouge about stress and the good and the bad and how it affects red light therapy. But for our listeners, can you kind of explain how red light helps with stress specifically? Sure. I would love to, because that's definitely one of the other benefits that I use it for now is it's, it's almost a treat to use my red light. Um, I will not lie. I came back from the beach and when I first got my light, I lay under it. We, we kind of rigged something up. It was very <laughs> kind of <laughs> makeshift and I'm lying under this thing and I'm like, I feel like I'm back at the beach. What? Cause it's very, it's a, it's a nice warm light. It's pretty intense. It feels like you're under the sun. So I lay there and I'm like, wow, I wish I could just replicate this, you know, in a way that, cause this thing that we built, it was like a coat rack that we kind of rigged up. Couldn't leave it in our living room. It was kind of silly looking. Yeah. So I was like, well, I'd love to have something like this to be able to lie under. So, you know, that was part of the whole uh, experience was to be able to mimic that feeling of being at the beach. Um, so just to go backwards from the end of my article on, on stress, I talk about the, the horizontal stand, which allows you to lie up underneath the light and gives you that very relaxing, deep, deep stress relieving experience where you just decouple your mind from all your worries. You lie there, you say, oh, I'm at the beach right now. And you kind of like trick your brain into believing it. And then if you want to be really cheesy, you put on ocean sounds. I love that. Yes, definitely. That's a must. I feel like you really think you're at the beach. And then like you make a mistake of putting the phone right next to your ear and like someone texts you and you're like, who's bothering me now? <laughs> I hate when that happens. It ruins a moment. Yes. It does. It's almost like you kind of hypnotize yourself into thinking you're on the beach. It's really cool. So that was just the sort of experience of it. Now, there are also factors that play into it, like biochemistry that is um, active during the time when you're doing red light therapy. I mean, you could sit there and hold the light, you know, at an angle and be really uncomfortable during your session. It would still help your brain, but it just wouldn't be very relaxing. So, you know, there's just the aspect of the experience itself. And then what does it do for your brain? It's kind of a complicated biochemistry. The, uh, the gist of it is that your cells have the mitochondria, which you guys, I'm sure, know biochem much better than I do. So I just grabbed a little bit of information that I could understand and, and kind of use that. But basically, your cells have mitochondria. The mitochondria have nitric oxide in them, and that can sort of take over the space where the oxygen would normally go. And what happens then is when the red light, your photoreceptors take up the red light, the nitric oxide is kicked out of the mitochondria and the oxygen can come in, which oxygenates your body. So you've got all kinds of um, benefits from that alone. The nitric oxide, I believe, is a vasodilator, so it improves blood flow. And then it also helps increase something called brain-derived neurotrophic factor, which, you know, that's way above my... <laughs> But the point is, it does have tangible um, biochemistry improvements and, and, and benefits, but it also is just a really nice, pleasant experience. So there is, there are many studies that show that, you know, Alzheimer's, uh, Parkinson's, PTSD, uh, autistic kids. So people with brain injuries as well benefit tremendously from red light therapy. That is what I need. <laughs> So seeing that you have one at home, have you had your like your family or friends come by and like, hey, let's just try it? Or like they mentioned that they're, you know, they're having some inflammation or some some issues with uh, recovery from workouts. Do you ever like just offer like, hey, come and try it? And like, how did that go? Well, I have it in my clinic. So I've had my patients use it. 
Um, you know, I've had people give me very positive feedback on it. It's a little hard though, because red light therapy should be used consistently. And it's not something that's easy to do when they're only coming very occasionally or once a week. Um, so it is better for people to try to use it, you know, in a situation where they can use it two to three times a week. Um, I actually have referred friends to buy them and they love them. My mom has one. Um, she uses it religiously every day for her back. She finds it, it really relieves her back pain. Um, my friend has one. She said she's actually, uh, does a lot of she's personal trainers, does a lot of training. Um, she said her hair grows faster. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, especially with it right now with the whole COVID issue. Um, I know a lot of, uh, especially females, you know, um, are suffering with hair loss um, following uh, COVID. It's definitely a hard thing to deal with, especially when you're a female, more so than a male. But in terms of like the people that you to mention that tried it, like your family and friends, how did, how did they get started? Did you like give them like a little sample of it or they just went out on their own or you recommended it to like, let's try it at my clinic or? Basically just um, testimonial. Based. Yeah, just telling them about it. It is hard to have people come and use it. You know, um, I mean, I've had a couple of people use it and then they actually bought their own panels. So there's been that as well. But having it, people come to our house is a little tricky um, because we have it set up in our bedroom. So, oh, my husband's sleeping, but come on in. Yeah, a little awkward. <laughs> just lay in our bed. <laughs> come on in. Yeah, so I haven't had too many people come to my house to use it. But yeah, as far as using it at the clinic and getting their own, yes, I've had people do that as well. You know, red light's funny. People generally tend to hear testimonials from friends and then they get online. They do a lot of research on it and they see that it is actually scientifically based. It is something that other people are talking about as well. And that's usually how they will start with, you know, a smaller unit um, and then go from that to a full body if, if they feel that it's really helping. Yeah, that makes sense. I was telling him last time that I... I've just did it for my face. Like I just got a lot of face treatments done. And so half the time they're like yellow light, red light, blue light. I'm like, ooh, I'm looking so much. But it seemed to be working. So that's nice. Yeah, your skin is glowing. <laughs> Who, me? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is excellent for the skin. Absolutely. And that's one of the many benefits that I've enjoyed with it. I know. I need to find this fountain of youth, apparently, because actually my stepmom messaged me the other day and it was really cute. She's like, took a before and after picture because she's been using red light therapy. She brought her own portable one, I guess, for home. And she actually showed me before and after on her laugh lines. And it seemed to be helping a lot. She's like, I don't do it as often as I'm supposed to. But she used it for about two weeks or so, like three times or like uh, once a day, at least. And she said it was very helpful. So I need to invest. It's not surprising. It's actually very similar to what I hear from a lot of our clients because we actually talk to a lot of people and I get great feedback. Yeah. It seems to be really helpful. Do you, are there any um, contraindications like pregnancy or anything like that, that you can't do red light therapy? Cause I know it's not UV. No, there's actually no known side effects. There's no known side effects. Um, just to err on the side of caution when people actually approach us and say, you know, are there any contraindications? You know, we say, okay, well, if you're taking an antibiotic that causes photosensitivity, yeah, obviously you don't want to be under the red light because um, it's a light. Um, if someone has a very rare allergy to light, which is it possible? I guess it might be. I've never encountered anybody with that. Open lesions may be better not to because it promotes blood flow. So it might cause more bleeding. Cancer, uh, uh, cancer like skin cancer, something that's going to be directly exposed. Like, so if there's a tumor or a surface cancer that will be directly exposed. It increases blood flow. So it's kind of not known. 
they, they've kind of done studies, but they never were able to conclude whether or not it should be. So on the side of caution, we say, mm, if you have cancer somewhere that's super close to the surface or on the surface, don't. Um, you know, besides that, not really, because it is part of the, the wavelengths of the sun. It doesn't have any UV. There's no radiation. It's not like a laser, which can burn people. So it's an extremely mild type of treatment. And, you know, the worst you can get from it for most people is like a headache. If you, you know, look right into the light, it's pretty bright. Yeah. Yes, it's nice though. It's nice. Yeah, we don't have time. Close your eyes. Got it. <laughs> Wait, do you actually? I'm just curious. Do you wear goggles with that? Or do you need to? Or is the light pretty bright? Or is it pretty dim? I never really thought about that to be honest with you. Tell she mentioned that. It's kind of a personal choice. I mean, we do suggest people use the goggles because the lights are crazy bright. When you first turn them on and you're not expecting it and you're looking right at it, you might just be like, ah, you know, <laughs> like, wow. Um, but yeah, so. There's, there's definitely that. So we definitely, you know, tell people to wear the goggles, but there's a very possible chance, a very tiny chance that there might be long-term issues with the near infrared on your, um, on your eyes, because there was a study that was done with furnace workers many years ago. They were exposed to that wavelength, the, um, I think it's the 850 nanometer wavelength for decades and they developed cataracts. Well, they never were able to isolate the actual cause of the cataracts. Was it the heat? Was it the wavelength? But just in all, you know, caution, we say, okay, wear the goggles. Do I wear them all the time? No. Um, sometimes I just like to, you know, not have them on, but it might be safer to use them. That's funny. I was just outside today in the sun and I was, I didn't have my sunglasses because mm-hmm. I'm from Indiana and I don't know why, but I never wore them at home. Maybe the sun's not as intense, so I'm just making that up, but I didn't have them on. And I kept thinking of <laughs> my dermatologist being like, you're going to get wrinkles. You have to put your eyeglasses on. And then I knew we we're going to have this talk. I'm like, yep, I need some red light therapy for my wrinkles now. <laughs> it looks like you have a single wrinkle. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> I got my ring light. It makes me look effortless over here. It's, it's cheating. Does your husband use it as well with you at home? And how has um, his experience been with it? And like, what is his? what are the benefits that he likes? He's, he notices he's sleeping better. Um, you know, he's probably less worried about the way his skin looks. He's not very particularly... Um, conscious about the way he looks so um but yeah so he uses it mostly for sleep and health benefits and he does a lot of other things so it's really hard to isolate one thing over another um and he he doesn't use it super consistently um but i would say that he's definitely noticed that sometimes he can sleep much better with it so that's probably been his biggest um benefit but again you know it could be improving his skin it could be improving his overall health it's just hard to isolate these things sometimes you're not necessarily looking for them um, the way I was. I was definitely able, I was a little bit more clinical when I used it. I was like, okay, I noticed this versus that. And he doesn't pull muscles very often. So I hope not. Um, so how easily could someone incorporate this uh, red light therapy into their daily life? Very easily because, you know, with the home size panels now, if you have a small apartment or place that's, you know, limited space, you can easily store it bring it out, set it up in two seconds. You could have it on a stand, a small stand, a larger stand, depending on the space that you have. You can roll it out, turn it on, plug it in, or just leave it set up. You know, so it depends on what your setup at home is. So from a logistical standpoint, it's it's super easy because we have all these different options in order to support the light. So you're not having to break out the light and set all this stuff up. It's very, very easy from that standpoint. And we really don't 
um, suggest for people to use it longer than 20 minutes because anything longer than that, they actually show that it starts to reverse the benefits and you basically wash out your benefits if you use it too much. So, you know, between 10 and 20 minutes tends to be the sweet spot for, you know, the therapeutic effects to take um, effect. So it's, it's really not a lot, a lot of time commitment. And if you can set up your space at home to be a very comfortable, stress-free environment so that you can use it without being disturbed, you know, in a quiet place, then it can be a real treat. So it's not like, you know, I have to take these pills. You know, nobody likes taking pills. Or I have to, you know, go through this beauty routine that's boring or just a bit of a, you know, this is not like that. This is actually a treat to use. And it's it's something that I look forward to doing. It's very relaxing. So with the whole setup at home, like, do you have to be fully naked or, you know, as much skin uh, visible as possible? So it depends on how much of your body you're exposing to it. If you're using it just for one area, then it's not necessary to be unclothed in that area. If you've got the full body panel, it makes more sense not to have clothes on those areas because um, it really doesn't do much with, with clothes. It can't get through clothes very, very easily. So, yeah, we would say don't use clothes if, you know, you're trying to do your whole body. That's a good question, Lucio. Now I'm like, hmm. <laughs> Oh, no, it's like an Italian bed, you know, I, I sit, well, I never, I'm pretty dark, so I'm. I've never been to one, but I assume you, you just get undressed into like a bikini. Yeah, it's pretty much the same thing, yeah. Without the UV. Oh God, yeah, yeah. It's not and it's not gonna be as big. If you get something for your house, it's not gonna be the size of a tanning bag. <laughs> I knew someone that back home, I guess, that wanted to be tan all the time and she had a tanning bed in her house. I'm like, enjoy your cancer. <laughs> I don't wish that upon you, but good luck. She must have looked very crispy. <laughs> she did in the dead of winter. <laughs> Is there like a certain type of day that is best to use it? Like at night, you know, how you said with sleeping or in the beginning of the day? That's a great question, actually. It does depend on what benefit you're looking for. So for sleep benefits, they um, suggest not more than an hour uh, close to bed. So you have to space it two hour, two, two to one hours before bed. Um, no, soon, like no closer to your bedtime because there is such a thing as using it too soon or too close to your bedtime. And then, you know, for other benefits... Obviously, if you want to go for a run in the morning and you want to get a little bit of a performance boost, you would use it before your workout. If you're trying to get recovery benefits, you'd use it after your workout. So it also depends on what your activity is. Um, but as far as just what time of day um, for sleep, yes, it, it is important to use it you know, in the evening, but not too close to bedtime. For other benefits, I'm not sure that it really matters what time of the day you use it. I usually use it in the evening just because you know, it's a nice way to end the day. Can you speak about the safety benefits of using red light therapy? You mean, are there any safety concerns? Yes, sorry. No problem. None of the studies that they ever did, and there's three to 5,000 studies that they did. Um, yeah, like I think there's thousands of studies, over 3,000, and they never found any contraindications to red light therapy. No, no known side effects, basically. And again, we just caution common sense so that, you know, people who have certain types of active cancers or photosensitivity not use it. But besides that, it's it's pretty much a completely safe therapy to use. Even for children? Yeah, pregnant uh, women can use it. Children can use it. There's actually benefits for, for kids and for pregnant ladies. Yeah. Oh, because I heard, you know, with the whole um, giving energy to cells and everything like that, it helps with mental focus and everything. Um, does that I guess for children, does that help like developmentally? That's kind of a more deep question, but I'm just like, I wonder if that would help in the long run. I mean, it won't help somebody who doesn't have any health problems, you know, so a child that's developing normally, 
probably wouldn't need it um, unless they're never outside, which wouldn't be good. Um, so it's not, you know, so, so sometimes when really completely healthy people use it with no known health issues, they don't notice that much of a difference. So it depends on the situation with the child. You know, kids use it if they have a little sprained ankle or, you know, just to have a little soothing experience. So it's not something that a child would need if they were super healthy and spend enough time outdoors. Um, now, kids with autism, they actually do. We actually have a client in Western Canada who bought it for his center that treats kids with autism, and he's getting great results. He actually turned around and bought another panel. Awesome. So, yeah. Yeah. So, kids with developmental issues, with brain injury, that kind of thing, it can be very beneficial, sure. Wow. That's actually very impressive. I like how we're kind of introducing more holistic methods, especially we used to used to we did reiki once during this our stress relieving things and they actually we found out at least here in california that they offer to hospitals and for I mean, certain hospitals and then you know they have like essential oils and things like that and even as a nurse i really like that they're using different modalities and things instead of just medicine 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 so they think that's really cool I like things with no side effects. <laughs> yeah, don't we all? Yeah, right. I know the commercials. It's like, here's your medication. Here's the list of CVS receipt side effects. <laughs> yeah, here's this for anxiety, but you might get diarrhea, vomiting, <laughs> won't be able to sleep. Like heart attack. It's almost comical. It's not. <laughs> I know. So do you have any other stress relievers that you like to do, Margaret, outside of red light therapy? I know you've said running. Yeah, so... I mean, I, I obviously exercise is my biggest go-to, you know, the um, endorphin rush and just the fun of doing something that I enjoy that also has a side benefit of being healthful, um, such as ice hockey, um, true Canadian. Um, I love that. I'm like, ice hockey, that sounds so cool. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, and the cool thing is, you know, we burn something like 2,000 calories per game, or well, maybe not that many, but a lot, a lot of calories per game, and it's so much fun. You feel like a little kid again. It's, you forget it. So you're on a team? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's basically, I, I, I'm a huge believer in doing something fun and getting exercise out of it. Like, I hate the idea of going to do something where you're facing a wall and you're just like, mm, treadmill. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I used to be a gym rat because I used to be a personal trainer and I loved the gym. And then COVID was kind of a blessing in a weird way because I, I then I started going to Pilates and the machines were spread out y'all had a mess one <laughs> but it was it was very nice and then I started doing cycling when things opened up and now I just I hated it at the beginning I honestly was like I'm never coming back I'm dripping sweat I'm a tomato face but now it reminded me of your article on the use stress and like the good type of endorphins and that's what I get out of cycling they kick my butt but I love it every time <laughs> exactly you feel so good afterwards and you feel good doing it you know those those to me are the best types of exercise that you enjoy doing and you enjoy your way it feels afterwards yes and running does the same thing i I love to run so i wish i loved to run (laughs) i love to run but it takes a toll on my knees i mean now that i'm getting older i'm like i can definitely feel it but i mean the red light therapy would help with you know the inflammation so yeah absolutely yeah i know but i know running is, is hell on the knees I learned uh, good shoes is everything, even if they don't look cute. If you have good shoes, <laughs> I was like, mom, they're not cute. I want Nikes. She's like, you get Asics, you get Brooks, you get the good shoes and you just find ones you like. Yeah, I got I got Brooks ghosts because, yeah, I learned the hard way. My knees started to hurt and I'm like, it's because I'm being such a cheapskate. I mean, I looked at my shoe to turn it over and I'm like, oh, there's a hole. <laughs> I mean, I had expensive shoes, but I just didn't want to stop using them. And then I realized that's not good for my knees. Yeah, they're definitely a good investment. Yeah, 
definitely excited to start utilizing some red light therapy because my back is all my patients are like you're too young to feel like this <laughs> I'm like i know my body mechanics are trash <laughs> yeah we're the worst so there's no there's no age for back problems oh yeah red light therapy can help with back issues if it's not something that's too too structurally originated so if it's something where okay your vertebrae are like crushing your nerves yeah, red light's not going to touch that. But if it's something where it's just inflammation and, you know, you can use red light for that, for sure. We're going to start looking this up. We're going to go buy one <laughs> before we even <laughs> actually do it. Aren't you trying it this week, Lucio? This coming week? Yeah, I'm going to try it on Wednesday. So I wasn't sure because I'm going to have a 30-minute session. So I wasn't sure if I should kind of tell them to stop it at 20 minutes. Because I know you mentioned 10 to 20 is that little sweet spot. And I don't want to do, you said too much might be, you know, might be not be beneficial to me. That's surprising that it's 30 minutes because generally, is it a full body treatment? Do you know what kind of um, device they're going to use or what? No, she didn't tell me. She just told me where to be and be there at a certain time. So I'm not quite sure. I, I'll find out though. But. I mean, that might also be getting you in, getting you ready. You know, here's something to sign. Um, you know, so it might not be the whole 30 minutes of, of light. And there's a lot of places that have like these full body, you know, there, there's beds, there's um, panels, they have like the plant fitnesses. Yeah. They have, some of them have those red light places where you sort of, I think it's the, um, the long lights that you stand inside. Yeah. It's one wavelength. It's only red. It's not near infrared, but, um, you stand inside of them. And, but yeah, if you're doing one for 30 minutes, then, you know, that'll be pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, if they're telling you to do for 30 minutes, the whole thing, I might cut back that back to 20 just to keep them going too much. Is there any like last tidbits or any like any um, tips or suggestions that you have for us for any like new beginners? Um, I mean, it's very easy to use. It's not like you know people think it's like taking medication where it comes in the bottle with take this much every so often. You can't go wrong with red light therapy. It's very hard to mess it up. Basically, yes, you can get too little, too much. But the nice thing is once you get your own panel. You have basically a lifetime of experimentation with it because these things last for pretty much ever decades. So if you, you know, if I were to talk to somebody that was thinking of getting one, then, you know, it is a wonderful thing to have because of all the possible benefits that you can get from it. Ones that you're trying to get, ones that you might not be expecting. And it's it's extremely available. You can start with a very small light and go up, go from there. And uh, yeah, they're easy to use and, and it's kind of fun to use it and experiment with the different benefits. And yeah, it's nothing, there's nothing intimidating about using it. There's nothing scary or, you know, you can't, like I said, you can't get it wrong. You, you, you might just be able to tweak it until you find that you're really getting the best of it. Thank you so much, Margaret, for joining us today on Happy Hour with Operation Happy Nurse. If our listeners want to learn more, check out Rouge Care on Instagram at Rouge Care. Follow us next week as we and some fun guests try out red light therapy for ourselves. If you want to ask us any specific questions, send them over to Joe, our producer at operationhappiness.org.